listen, if you dare, to this Sundown 96.6 presentation. Open your eyes and look into the darkness. Something strange is moving. Something grave and sinister. Something paranormal. Something ghostly. That sends shivers down your spine. It is children with cult class with your house, Caitlin. we're about to show you was photographed by a 42-year-old, Romero Valadares. This video was taken yesterday afternoon at his son's seventh birthday in the city of Paso Fundo, Brazil. It was sent to the local news bureau there and sent to us via satellite just a few minutes ago. All initial opinions are this is genuine. What you're about to see may disturb you. <laughs> Welcome to Chillin' with Cult Class. My name's Caitlin, and this is where we talk about everything spooky, strange, and unexplained. We're having coffee this morning with the podcast. Yes, it's an early morning recording. It is an early morning recording, and I am waking up. Nick just said that one cup of coffee with me is not enough, but two is too much. <laughs> there's, a, there's like a happy balance you gotta find. I think that's with anybody, though, you know? Yeah. I think I need like two to like get my eyes shifting around and then like I think anything more than that is too much so I'm on a fine line myself yeah well you're not a morning person too I'm a morning person so it's like I'll have two or three cups of coffee in the morning which is probably too much and I already have energy in the morning so I right. get I'm like a rocket in the you morning. have that natural energy in the morning yeah so you know just balancing it maybe I'll have some water while we do this podcast <laughs> <laughs> We now are getting regularly five eggs for everybody who's counting and tracking our eggs oh from my our gosh. hens. It's so exciting. It's, it's so, so exciting. exciting. Um, yeah, I, I just couldn't be happier. This yeah. has been like a, a, a huge undertaking, um, and the payoff has been so fun. 
Nick's like a proud dad with this. He's like, girls, <laughs> ladies, do you want some treats? And now he, he's letting them free range, like run around our yard and they follow him everywhere. Wait, how about them running? How funny are they running? Oh my gosh, if you want to be happy, <laughs> Look up a YouTube video, especially from behind, because it's their little butts. Oh my god, their little poofy butts. Their little poofy butts, but just watch chickens run. It'll make you so happy. And they, so Nick has these little treats, and when they kind of stray away from him, he'll be like, girls, because they're like his best friends, and they'll shake these little (laughs) treats, and they come running across the yard, and it is the funniest, cutest thing ever. So the chickens have really been getting a lot of attention lately. They're a blast. Yeah. Goats are still great. Goats are great, but they're like free ranging also. Like whenever yes. we let the chickens out, the goats come out too and they just kind of do their own thing. So Yeah. Guys, when we started this podcast, we did not have any of these animals. <laughs> and slowly you've been with us as we just add more animals. And now we're, you know, originally Ripley, our cat, was going to mostly stay in our finished basement and... The goats were never going to be let out to free rage, and the chickens were never going to be let out, and now we just run the zoo where oh we're like, gosh. let them out, let's go! Let's... <laughs> the dogs who we've had for years and years who we love are like, what is happening? What is all this change? Yeah, like... Who are all these animals? Who are all these animals? We're so over this. <laughs> but, you know, it's fun. It's yeah. fun, and now we have all kinds of eggs not all kinds of things. I don't know why I'm saying a tractor just went by on the street. Uh, and it distracted me because it looked like a giant monster through the trees. But Ooh, anyway. that'd be something. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we, we have, have a lot several of eggs, eggs yeah, so uh, on display on our counter, which so is really fun. cool. So you're not supposed to wash them. If you wash them, you have to refrigerate them for anybody who doesn't know. And if they're not washed, they last weeks. Weeks, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. they naturally have this... It's like a healthy bacteria... Yeah, um, on the exterior of them. That'll yeah. keep them fresh. fresh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we're just displaying our eggs and let the animals run everywhere. Oh, and So fun. You know, it is fun. <laughs> Otherwise, we've been uh, just running, upping our running a lot. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anybody who listens, um, who's been listening for a long time, we, we run regularly and we ran a half marathon last year. And um, I'm in the process of scheduling a cult class charity run. And planning that, so keep an eye out for that. And with that comes more training. So yep, we've been upping it, um, and I'm feeling it. I don't know about you. I know. <laughs> like on like my lower back, like upper of my butt, like oh, whatever those muscles are, are tight. Oh my gosh, and it makes you so much more tired. Like Nick just said off off mic, he was like, "You're just a mess this morning," because <laughs> I'm just so much more like physically exhausted because we've been upping we've been running five six miles yeah. a day yeah just by today of recording we're midway through the week and we've ran like 22 miles mm-hmm. so far yeah we're trying to i want to run a full marathon although the cult class run will be a 5k um a half marathon and a full so but i want to do the full so uh we're training for that and aside from that we've been watching modern family like so much modern family what a funny show just like to put on they're all hilarious too <laughs> nick I, had never seen it i've never seen it i'm always like behind the times on i guess it was super popular whenever it was on right yeah so my gosh uh, is it still airing or it's, it aired for at least like 10 years i think they did have like 10 years yeah um but so funny and i it's just like i i the kind of comedy that they they're putting in there is just so funny but it's so it's smart and it's funny it is, and it's yeah. quick and yeah. it can be relatable and it's such a good show and we watch all this you know I 
make all this uh, fun but kind of crazy surreal art and we watch these scary movies for movie clubs so it's been a fun one to just turn on yeah it, it's been fun it's a good one just to flick on and do something yep otherwise for housekeeping my radio station sundown 96.6 uh, now has a free app you can download it wherever you get apps and we play scary paranormal stuff 24-7. We play some of my favorite podcasts. We also play old vintage radio shows and music all day, Saturday, Sundays, and during the work day, and old horror trailers, all kinds of cool stuff. So check that out at sundown966.com. I'm just super excited and proud of that. Nick knows that. I'm always uploading new cool stuff to the radio station. And Well, it's, a, it's you're doing such a great job. It's such an easy listen. I, I literally have it on all the time in my office. It's just a... It, just anything you it's just i don't know how to explain it it's just like the perfect easy listening to so you're you're working you're driving you're you know at the beach in a cabin put it on it's like really easy and you listening thank you that's what we've been trying to do even though it's scary and paranormal it's not overwhelming i think so that's been our goal so check that out at night <laughs> early she's a mess it's ladies early. i've been running a lot sundown966.com all right let's jump into this episode now, please stand by for your Paranormal News of the Week. This week's Paranormal News of the Week comes from AllThat'sInteresting.com. Vampire grave with over 400 skeletons discovered near 18th century church in Poland. Many of the skeletons appeared to be dug up and decapitated in order to keep these suspected vampires from rising out of the grave. While overseeing the expansion of a road in Luzano, Poland, archaeologists came across a mass grave near a church. But this wasn't just any ordinary grave. Upon closer examination, the archaeologists found that several of the dead bodies had been treated as vampires. Of the 450 bodies discovered near the church, many had apparently been dug up and reburied. Some had even been decapitated and had their skulls between their legs. Others had coins placed in their mouths, and 20-30% to 30% of them had bricks arranged alongside their head, arms, and legs. Quote, it was believed that if a member of the deceased family was dying shortly after the funeral, he or she could be a vampire. Therefore, after the burial... The grave was dug up and the deceased head was cut off, which was then placed within the legs. When the night falls, when the shadows become deep and black, the silent pall of evil settles on the earth. Who dares to search? Who dares to see what walks in the night? If you dare, welcome to Sundown 96.6 FM. Visit Sundown966.com for more details and merch. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
Sister, sister, oh so fair, why is there blood all over your hair? Whatever happened to baby Jane? To seek the answer to that question, we will follow a man plotting a murder. Highly specialized work. But Robert Aldridge has considerable experience in such matters. He has a dozen successful pictures to his credit. His stars are Betty Davis and Joan Crawford. The Scene. An Italianate villa in a once fashionable section of Los Angeles. Its halls, once crowded with the bright, the beautiful, and the celebrated, now echo only to hectic whispers. The insistent call of a buzzer, better left unanswered. A telephone that has become an object of fear. A supper tray that will not be touched. A window barred against the world. A hammer. A mute scrawl crying for help. From these elements, director Aldrich has fashioned a motion picture with a curious title. Whatever happened to baby Jane? Betty Davis is Jane Hudson. Joan Crawford is Blanche Hudson. But we must warn you, if you're long-standing fans of Miss Davis and Miss Crawford, this motion picture is quite unlike anything they have ever done. It is a bold essay in the art of the macabre, a venture to the ultimate reaches of terror. A motion picture definitely not for the squeamish. And we beg you, as the tension builds to the screaming point, as shock after shock assaults your senses, try to remember that this is only a motion picture. Try and remember. No, we, uh, we can't show you anymore. Only when you see whatever happened to baby Jane will you know. And the answer is total suspense. I have to say, this is one of the best horror movies I've ever seen in my entire life. I couldn't agree more. I, I've never seen anything like that. That was so terrific it was so good and honestly my mom recommended this movie yeah and great recommendation great recommendation mom she's brought up this movie before because she's not super into horror or anything but she's like i remember this movie this particular movie whatever happened to baby jane and you have to see it and i always thought the title sounded weird and i was like yeah i don't know this is kind of like i don't know you know honestly so amazing yeah, that was, it was, like, it was very captivating without having, like, a lot of the jump scares or gore or, they just build suspense, they built suspense so well. Yeah, it's just amazing how they do that, like, in older films. Yeah. We saw The Boogeyman last week and it was a great film, but you saw so much, so many monsters, there's so much special effects and everything. Yeah. This movie is such a class... It's almost like you're watching a play. 
Oh, I thought the, I thought the same thing the whole time. Right, yes. like the overacting. We were yes. we were like laughing about the like oh you blah blah blah. Exactly. Blah, blah. Really, like, yeah, really acting to the back of the, the you know yeah the very like everything was overly emphasized. Overly emphasized and you know very minimal set. Yes, very exactly. minimal like props. Just like yeah, like two rooms, like the kitchen, the stairway, and then the other room. So like yeah. three, three sets. There really. actually wasn't a ton of occasional some other places. Yeah, there it, it took place mostly in the house. So um, it's it's amazing the movies back in the day what they could do with all that. Totally. And to create suspense. I mean, you really it's like a piece of art. I don't always think that of horror movies. I really don't often. I mean, I think everything's a piece of art, but this is. It was Oscar nominated. Like this is a really incredible testament to a crazy situation and yes. a woman who ends up being totally insane. Absolutely insane. And the acting is so oh, phenomenal. She did such a great job. Oh my god, both of them, Joan Crawford and Betty Davis, but Betty yes. Davis. Oh my god, she I felt her crazy. You feel her crazy. She just like turns it on and off, you know? Oh. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, because sometimes you're like, oh, she's acting normal. And then she just goes like off the, off the, what's that? Off the chain, off the hinges, yeah. off the. All of the above. Whatever. Um, we might say some spoilers. So if you haven't seen this movie, just skip ahead a few minutes. But I, I was just blown away. And the fact that Joan Crawford's character, so. Blanche, yes. the other sister, ends up also being totally crazy by totally the end of it. Totally crazy. Like, the fact that she actually tried to kill baby Jane mm-hmm. and let her believe... For her whole life, and assumingly created this monster that she is today. Right? Yes. Well, let, she was a mess at the time, but even more so. More so. Like, let her believe that she tried to kill Blanche. Right. And paralyzed the car her. and paralyzed yeah. her. Is... Nuts. Wild. And just let her believe it. All and, of these years. And it's like, that's great art because by the end, when baby Jane, uh, she's, well, Jane, I keep calling her baby Jane. Sorry, she calls says, herself baby Jane. She calls herself baby time. Jane. Yeah. She says to Blanche, well, we could have been friends this whole time. It's, you almost feel, she's so nuts, but yeah. you like almost feel bad for her. Totally. You're like, oh gosh, this whole thing is uh, nuts. Nuts. Oh my gosh. Yes, yes. And what about, I didn't even know, I didn't do my, barely any research on it because of the recommendation. I was like, oh, it's going to be great. Yeah. But that it was black and white the whole time. Like, when was the last time that you saw an awesome black and white movie? I can't I remember. And a fun fact is that they chose to make it black and white because they thought if they shot it in color, it would make a very sad story too pretty and too. Wow. And that was their decision with that. Yeah, uh, I actually looked up a few facts about the movie after watching it because it just it blew my mind. Also, Betty Davis's makeup, how it looks so caked on and oh, crazy. Oh, yeah, it does, yeah. That was a decision that I think... Um, I think Joan Crawford... I could be mistaken, but that was a, mis- a decision the actresses made in that the idea that this lady was so crazy that instead of washing her face, yeah. she was just caking on more and more <laughs> makeup. Oh, wow. So instead of, like, assumingly, like, washing and starting Being fresh. Being, like, a hygienic person yeah, and stuff. Yeah, just, okay, roll over, I'm a mess, let me just paint a new face on. Yeah, oh, yeah, that she was just so whacked Whoa, up. Uh, so they made that conscious decision for her makeup to look. She's totally cakey. She totally looks, like, kind of clowny. 
Yes, you know, that like, was, yeah. Wow, oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, so, I mean, th- just little decisions like that that made the movie so extra great. Totally. And my, Nick and I, our one complaint when we were watching it, and I know you're going to say the same thing, is that Blanche... When she's in the wind, she shouted, like, she's looking oh, at yeah. the neighbor, and she mm-hmm. throws a note out the window to get help. Yep. And she's has the window, I mean, the windows have, like, bars on them or something, I, if I remember. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, like, she's staring at the window. She doesn't pound on the window. She's not yelling. She's not like, hey, help me. Yeah. Nothing. There's so yeah. many moments where you're like, oh, my gosh, tell somebody right. what is happening. Exactly. I get, like, they're trying to to portray this frail, crippled old lady, but anytime she was speaking to Jane in any other scene, it was like very normal, like room level voice, right? Like inside voice. So I, I know she had it in her where she could muster up a shout, a little help me, a little hey lady, my sister's crazy, you know, know. something from the window where this lady's standing you know, 20 feet below. And she's pushing herself in a wheelchair, so you know that her upper body is strong. Of course. So it's like, she can pound on the window, she can do something. Yeah. And you, you, but they do set it up, I mean, just talk about suspense and everything, they have this neighbor the whole time and the daughter who are like, that's so weird, they're so weird, and you're like, neighbor, it is weird, (laughs) go over there. Oh, I know. What about whenever she was loading the ma- the body of the maid into the car, and the neighbor caught her like, "Go, she didn't catch her," but like right after she closed the door, the neighbor was like, "Hey, you know, it's like right there." <laughs> and you're like, oh "Come my on, gosh. lady, this is weird. You know, push her a little bit. You this know, lady's cray cray." And then they they end up at the beach, and I think that's my. Okay, I have two favorite scenes in the movie. Mm-hmm. One of which is when she does Betty Davis does a monologue in front of Blanche and she's talking she kind of just argues with herself about you know the good things and the bad things and the paralysis and it's just a focused frame on Betty Davis just talk like rambling yeah and that's when you really see like A the great acting and B oh this lady's nuts I couldn't agree more this lady's totally out of touch with reality and then my other favorite scene and the best ending scene I've ever seen in my life is when the cops come to her on the beach and they're like, where is your sister? Where is Blanche? Mm-hmm. And all the people start gathering around her because they're like, something's this wrong. Is like this is like the lady who kidnapped people. Right. And you can hear them in the background saying, oh, this lady, this lady's bad. Yeah. And baby Jane looks around and she sees these people coming towards her and looking at her and she gets giving so, her attention. giving her attention. And she gets so excited that she's getting attention that she starts doing her routine from when she was a child. How baddie do you gotta be? Yeah. And she's dancing on the street, and the final scene is the cops nice. running up to Blanche, who's dying yeah. on the beach. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, Baby Jane is in the middle of this crowd of people dancing, but she's an old lady Ugh. doing this child's routine. Yeah, and it just zooms out, and that's the final frame. It's yeah, that was that was. I want like a poster of that. That was like such a an image to capture. She is so crazy. And, uh, yeah, and just, I, I'm blown away by the movie. I, I, I did have a tough time. It's an older movie. I thought it dragged on a bit. I was like, okay, okay, like, where are we going with yeah, this? It was like because, two plus hours, I think. Yeah, and, like, new movies, I feel, like, give you a lot quickly. Condensed, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's our attention span as yeah. a society these days. Totally. But, boy, was it worth it. I couldn't agree more. 
it was just we we both finished. I I wasn't sure if I would end up liking it, and then by the end, we both looked at each other like that's it. That was excellent. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I I didn't have really any expectations. I was open to whatever it could be, and then you know, black and white from 1962, I believe, mm-hmm. right? Um, just like this style of acting um and then like as it went on i was like this is incredible this lady is like crushing this part yeah and so is the sister so is blanche yeah um and edwin was great too the maid was great everyone was great the neighbor was great. everyone was great yeah the maid was great like you said earlier it felt like a play it felt like you were like involved in it and you just couldn't wait to see what craziness was going to happen next oh before we be end this what about those crazy meals she was serving to blanche (gasps) That was another moment where we're like, wait, and she doesn't even say anything to Baby Jane. Like, Blanche opens her meal and her pet bird is dead on the plate. And instead of, like, a normal person being like, what is, like, what is wrong yeah, with you? WTF, WTF, sis. Yeah, like, what are you doing? I'm starving. She's like, ah. <laughs> I know. She <laughs> That's has- it. I've never seen a least aggressive person in my life, you know? I know you broke your backbone, but have a little bit of backbone, yeah, you know? exactly. But I will say, now that we're saying it, I think maybe by the end when you realize that she's been holding on to the secret that she's making her sister sort of crazy by letting her believe that she made her paralyzed. I like that take. She's less aggressive with her and yeah. more understanding because she feels guilty yes i think that's what they're getting at yeah totally. i think so too so what a phenomenal movie great movie highly highly recommend thank you for the recommendation mrs g uh <laughs> that was a fun fun watch fun watch sad watch sad watch. crazy watch but fun watch fun watch Okay, so this week's movie club pick is the movie Crawl from 2019. It is a creature feature. It is an awesome movie. It's not really horror. I would say it's closer to sci-fi creature. So if you if horror scares you, you're not into that, but you can do kind of sci-fi creature stuff, then check out Crawl 2019. I think you guys will really like it. You can, I think you can rent and buy it. Um... I'm not sure if it's streaming for free, but it's definitely available on Amazon Prime and Vudu and Apple Plus or Apple TV. Whatever. I'm not sure what they call it. I don't it know what they call it these days. Yeah. So this week's movie club pick is Crawl from 2019, and we'll talk about it next week. Thank you all so much for listening to this show. We can't tell you how much we appreciate you. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, you can follow us on Instagram at chillinwithcult.class. And you can always follow my art on Instagram at cult.class. Thanks for listening. scene straight out of the X-Files. That's unreal. I've never seen anything like it. What are they? A family in Las Vegas insisting something is out there after allegedly having a close encounter of the third kind. I swear to God this is not a joke. One witness calling 911 after they say an object fell out of the sky and landed in their backyard. They're like nine foot, ten foot tall. They look like aliens to us. 
Big eyes, they have big eyes. The mysterious object that fell from the sky? Even the officers apparently saw that. The green glow of the alleged UFO is seen on this newly released body camera footage. I have butterflies, bro. Evelyn saw a shooting star, then these people say there's aliens in their backyard. So when that 911 call came in, less than an hour later, police were ready to believe it. It was like a big creature. A big creature? Yeah, like a long time feet tall. Because I'm not going to BS you guys. One of my partners said they saw something fall out of the sky too, so that's yeah. why I'm kind of curious. Did you see anything land in your backyard? Or? But after a brief investigation of the yard, officers closed the case as unfounded. If those, if, those, if those nine foot beings come back, don't call us, all right? Deal with it yourself. That, I ain't dealing with that. <laughs> According to former intelligence officer David Grush, an alien crash landing isn't too far-fetched. Grush recently turned over documents to Congress claiming the U.S. government has a vast collection of vehicles that have non-human origin. An oversight committee in Congress is in the process of scheduling a hearing on those claims. <laughs> Your scary story for this week is the story of aliens landing or crashing in Las Vegas. I wanted to skip doing the UFOs in the news this week because I got so many messages about this UFO crashing in Las Vegas that I thought it'd be a good scary story. Nick is joining me for this segment this week and I'm going to share some of the things that you all sent me and we'll talk about it. So. First of all, I want to share, and this is probably the craziest one that was sent to me, is an anonymous source shared with me. Now, I don't know. I don't know how true these things are. I'm just sharing what this anonymous source told me. And for anyone who's not familiar with this story, let me just catch you up. So on April 30th, there were reports of something falling out of the sky in Las Vegas, and then a family called... 911 and said that, and you heard just a slight clip of that a second ago, and said that there were nine, ten foot tall beings in their backyard near where this whatever crashed. Right. Whatever this like object was that supposedly crashed. Now, last week, the police department just released body cam footage that shows something falling out of the sky. It's crazy. It's crazy. And then you can also hear. There was a ring, like someone had a ring nearby, a like ring a camera. camera. Yeah, yeah. And you can hear something crash at the same time of when the body cam captured something falling out of the sky. Now, as far as the people telling the truth about like creatures being in their yard, I don't know. But there is a 911 call about that as well. So, back to what I was saying. The anonymous source. This anonymous source tells me that they whatever no people in the las vegas police department and these people claim that something that there were aliens that there was a crash that there are beings that the police aren't talking about it that things that should be reported are not being reported and it's all very hush hush and that definitely something happened what the so you're saying aliens landed and it's they're covering it up. The po- the police are. Is that what I'm hearing you say? I think landed is a is or crashed or, or crashed. Yeah, because if you see the body cam footage, something falls from the sky. So that's definitely real footage. Now there's also this video of like a creature in the yard, but that's been debunked online as a blender. Blender is a a creation like program. 
a blender, like fake video. Right, yeah. So, I don't know. It's a pretty creepy video if you look that up, but it's probably fake. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. So, anyway, this source is saying that something definitely happened and there are beings. Definitely. Now, this comes on the heels of the whistleblower. Blow, blow. <laughs> More coffee. <laughs> More coffee. Nick said I'm not allowed to have another cup of coffee until we're done recording this. So, oh this gosh. comes on the heels of the whistleblower coming out and saying that the U.S. has recovered at least 12 alien craft cool. that were reverse engineering. This whistleblower that came out is a decorated, like, high-ranking military official. So, right. I don't know. A lot of crazy stuff happening. This is why it's the scary story of the week. And this is also why I included the clip from Signs, the movie, in the beginning of this episode. <laughs> so good. Because it reminds me so much. That that movie's one of my favorite movies. And that scene reminds me so much of what we're talking about, of the, this creature, like, landing in Vegas. Right. In this, these people's yard. Yeah. So... Okay, so that's what I heard from the anonymous source. And honestly, when this person told me this, it, like, really freaked me out. Yeah, you were pretty spooked. I was pretty spooked because it was like, okay, this is a lot of information. Beyond that, Instagram user, one of our listeners, Pro Loser, sent me the body cam footage of video, and I reposted it on Chillin'. Yeah. And then you guys really started sending me comments and DMs. So Thank you, Pro Loser. Yeah, and thank you all for sending more information. Yes. So this is from some of our listeners in Vegas. Listener Daniela, who lives in Vegas, said, I have some thoughts on this. As someone who lives and breathes for all things paranormal, I live less than 10 minutes away from this neighborhood, and the first time I heard about this was three days ago. There was no news coverage of it until 30 days after the occurrence. I don't know if it's real or not. I want to believe, but I don't understand how this was kept under wraps for so long. And living in the area, how was there no local coverage or talk about it? And that's really interesting. Wow. Yeah, because you'd think, I mean, I don't know if something crashed, like... Like, people around the neighborhood, you go to the store, you go, you know, anywhere. People would be talking about it, right? Yeah, you'd think. So it makes me think either... Especially with there was, like, it was 20-something reports people call Like, they would be telling people, and that would, like, keep getting, that would keep spreading, right? Multiply. Yeah, there's so many witnesses to this thing falling out of the sky. Not necessarily the creatures in the yard, but the thing falling out of the sky. There's yeah. so many witnesses. So, yeah, you'd think that in the neighborhood and around, people would be talking about it. Now, that makes me either think cover-up mm-hmm. or, like, not real or something. Well, if we're going off of the information that the source that wished to remain anonymous sent in, it is a cover-up by oh. the police department. Right. So what is happening? So what is happening? So... I don't know. The footage is very compelling. Yeah, the body cam footage is way compelling. It's like a green ball falling from the sky. Right. So, okay, that was one of our listeners. Then our listener with the Instagram handle BadBrainMovie messaged and said, I am so excited about this footage because I have seen that exact green fireball in the sky twice when I lived in Las Vegas. Once was a crisp November evening around 2003-ish, I was with my sister-in-law driving down Eastern Avenue and right around Eastern and Robindale when this big green ball of light appeared in the sky, hung there in one spot for a few seconds before zipping off and vanishing. We both looked at each other and said, did you see that? I was so glad she saw it too. I saw it again a few years later around 2011. 
I was in the backyard with my sister this time, enjoying another nice fall evening when the green ball appeared, hung for a moment, and cruised off just like it did before. We both saw it. Then, a few weeks later, we were watching Faked or Fact, a show on television that tried to debunk supernatural stuff. They did an episode on Area 51 and caught the same green ball of light on camera, too, and they couldn't explain it. Then our follower, Liv, chimed in and said, I showed my husband this footage. He said that's the exact same kind of light he and his coworker saw when driving somewhere near Reno last year on a work trip. Same color, it kind of moved funny, then disappeared behind some mountains. I mean... I don't know what's going on in Vegas. <laughs> what is going on in Vegas? A lot, apparently. A lot of stuff. It is a hotbed for activity. Yeah, and you guys sent more comments and more DMs. Those are just a few highlights, but yeah. it's just so crazy. And I think, you know, there's so many instances of stuff throughout history of things in... Uh, paintings and petroglyphs, and when I say things, I mean UFOs, astronaut-looking people, you know, Ancient Aliens is famous for talking about all of this. It's on season, like, 200 or something. I mean, they have so much information on this stuff. So I don't... I personally don't know that it's out of the realm of something that has previously happened. For sure. And has been happening. Yes. I think that the universe is so vast Mm -hmm. it'd be ignorant to think that our little planet is the only one with living life yeah so i agree with that now now do they look like gray aliens i don't know who knows i mean is is living life a totally different thing in different places maybe i don't know but i you know i don't know you know but i don't know and we talk about it like put on my tinfoil hat for a minute and like talk about like the technology boom that mm-hmm. happened. How did we go from, you know, 200 years ago to now to where? Oh my gosh, yeah, iPhones and stuff. Oh my gosh, yeah. Like our our tech development has just gone through the roof. So when we talk about reverse engineering these things, it's like this whistleblower. It's like, huh? Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, you know. And this case also makes me think of there's a case that happened in Texas, and this was over a hundred years ago and way before modern you know, news coverage, and supposedly something crashed in this Texas town, and a being died there. Like, the town recovered it, it died, and there's a grave site where the being was buried. Buried, yeah. And then it was excavated, like, overnight. They don't... They somebody dug up whatever was buried there. And I'll cover this in another episode. But, I mean, so maybe these things have been happening. I don't know. Kind of (laughs) freaky. But I do love the movie Signs. It reminds me of that. Absolutely. No, yeah. So, I don't know. I think it's just kind of hurry up and wait and see what else kind of happens. You know, keep your eyes peeled. As our good buddy Ryan says, you know, always be looking. Always look to the sky. Uh, Yeah. That's what our our friend Ryan uh, from Somewhere in the Skies always says. And actually, I had another listener, Bob, message me, and I wanted to include it in this episode. Um... But I couldn't find the exact clip, but Jack Dorsey, the founder of Twitter, Mm -hmm. even talked about recently looking up and how we need to look up. And we always say that too. Just look up. Just even, he was talking about just even look up from your devices, look up from your phone, look up in the sky or just look around you. Um, But stay curious, you know, and be vigilant, be vigilant and uh, 
watch Crawl from 2019 before next Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) That's our movie club pick for this week. And thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much. Thanks for chilling with us. We'll see you next Thursday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard. This has been a Sundown 96.6 FM production.